Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the New Truth Podcast. This is episode 15, Breakups and Breakthroughs. We are so excited to chat about the New Truth perspective on breakups. And we are so grateful. We just first have to say before we dive in, Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Thank you so much for the love. We love having all of you in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. If you are not already there, Kate and I are going live every Thursday after our episode is released to connect with you, answer questions about the episode, and do a deeper dive around each topic. And that space has just been so beautiful and we love having you there. And our hearts go out to all of you, whether you are doing okay right now and managing well or really suffering and maybe losing loved ones. You're in our hearts. We're thinking of you. You are so brave during this time. And our prayer is that all people emerge more wholehearted through this, more expansive, more inspiring, more committed to living their truth. Because this is the wake-up call we're all getting right now and we're so happy you're on this journey with us and this topic came through as many of our clients were discussing this we're actually seeing it in many facebook groups on online and we knew we had to really dive in and take on the topic of breakups from the new truth perspective and a couple reminders as we dive into this you are a limitless infinite, evolving, gorgeous, remarkable soul. That is who you are. And we are busting the myth that there is such a thing as success and failure in relationship. Yeah. You are a being having infinite experiences. There are no failed relationships and you're not a success just because you have one, right? You're having an experience. And so we'll kick it off with that. And Kate, I'm just so excited to hear uh, your perspective about breakups and how you've navigated it because I'm someone who has always held, I mean, I, I've shared my story before. Every boyfriend I've ever had broke up with me. Mm. I've never broken up with anyone. I've always been the one being dumped. Oh, and, yeah. and so just so much love for the women who are courageous enough to have the conversation because it is so hard. And my ex was the big, like that was the biggest spiritual awakening of my life. Yes. So. And I, I love that what we, would you have, like to we say? bring, I love that we, I mean, we always do, you complete me, but we always <laughs> bring the opposite perspectives. 
So mm. that's so great because you can share stories about being on the end of being broken up with because that's very different than breaking up with. Yeah. Uh, both are incredibly painful for different reasons and incredibly challenging for different reasons. So we can kind of unpack it all. But I was just thinking when you were introducing it, I was like, oh, we could have called it break up, break down, break through. It's like, yes. of course, before the breakthrough comes the breakdown, breakdown, which I'm imagining if you are listening to this episode, and you are, you know, just going through a breakup, or you are, you know, maybe went through a breakup in the last year or so, and you're still struggling from it, or maybe you haven't gone through a breakup yet, but you're considering it and you want some tools and tips and support beforehand. I just want to honor you and honor your heart and your pain and your love story and the completion and the endings. Endings are never easy. Um, I think of like breakups in the traditional sense, like in the, in the kind of, I guess, old paradigm way are quite often like death because yeah. it, the way that our society does breakups is cut off mostly, not always, but most people that do breakups just have complete cut off. And often it comes from pain, right? The decision to end the relationship is because the relationship's tumultuous. And it's so like, this is obviously not always the case, but I mean, in, I just, I'm thinking of in movies, like remember the movie, the breakup, God, that was, it was a, it was a beautiful, like it was a great movie, but it was so painful. I remember I tried to watch it on Netflix again, maybe six months ago or a year ago. And I I don't know if it's on there anymore. Do you remember it with Jennifer Aniston and Vince Vaughn? Oh, oh my God. It's, it, it was a really good movie, but so painful that when I tried to rewatch it, when it came onto Netflix, I was like, I can't, I tried. And I, it was just in the beginning, they were so mean to each other and it was so painful. I couldn't even watch it. So mm. that's how in the old paradigm, that's how most, <laughs> what's that? That's how most, sorry. I, for, well, I just said, what's that randomly? I'm like, <laughs> A weird fluff thing was in the air and I was trying to bat it away from my face. Um, so that's how most people do breakups is yeah. they, is it, it's this really, really painful, like fighting ending, like, or, or like numb ending where it's just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. And it's just at the bottom of the barrel, end of your rope and then cut off. Right. And so, yeah, like that is going to be unbelievably more painful than doing breakup in a different way. And so the new paradigm way. Yeah. We'll talk about how to do it differently. We'll talk about like, we're just going to come at it from as many perspectives as we can, but I just want to piggyback on what you said about, um, about like, I actually think breakups are really beautiful. And, you know, if we look through the lens of the old paradigm where we're all supposed to, where relationships can only look one way, you know, obviously we've talked about this many times where you're, we're all with one person and that one partnership is supposed to last forever. Like I was in a high school arguing with my best friend who didn't believe me and my high school boyfriend were going to get married. And I was like, oh, for sure we're going to get married. Our, our wedding song is Shania Twain. I'm pretty sure I shared this on one of my, on one of the episodes, <laughs> I recall sharing it, but it, um, uh, you're the one for me or whatever. I don't know. Some Shania Twain song. And um, from this moment, that was our wedding song. Mm-hmm. And I had planned it out. And like, I was certain I was going to marry my high school sweetheart, James, lovely guy. And like certain, right? Because 
that's the story that we're fed over and over again. So here I am, 16 years old, and I'm like, yeah, this is the guy I'm going to marry. My astrology would have me (laughs) otherwise. Here I am now, 39 years old, and like, don't know if I ever will get married. Level 39. Level, thank you. Ooh, and I'm not there yet. I'm at level 38. Living at lo- <laughs> I'm really hoping I don't have a quarantine level 39 birthday. Maybe we'll do a podcast episode that day if we're still in quarantine. Because I, yeah. Anyways, I digress. So life, what life really is, like if you talk to, you know, if you gather 10, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds, and, and talk about, I mean, our parents' generation, maybe more of them stayed married than our generation will, I believe, mm-hmm. but um, because the world has evolved so much. But if you gather 10 people of all those different, gen- of that baby boomer generation who have been married multiple times, who have been in many, many relationships, they'll tell you that story is not actually true. And some people have that story where they have one partnership that lasts their whole lifetime. My parents have been together since they were 25. My mom was 25 or 22 or something. And they've been together for 46 years and they have a beautiful relationship. So that's their story. But our society has taught us over and over and over again through Mm -hmm. many different mediums that that's the only story. That's the only option. And if it doesn't work out, you are a failure. Right. If it doesn't work out, you have messed up and with divorce and breakups, but especially divorce comes a lot of shame and a lot of um, like feeling like a failure and feeling like you've done something wrong and feeling like you should have known and all of these things. Mm. And in the new paradigm, a breakup is just the ending of an experience. And every time in my life, every time I've gone through a breakup, an end of an experience, even before I was conscious, my life always got way better after. And I remember being in every relationship towards the end, so terrified of what's to come. So terrified of my life without Charlie or my life without James or my life without Byron or my life without whoever my partner was. So terrified to leave because mm. I, I thought my life would be awful without this person. And yet every time I ended a relationship, I got to meet a whole new version of me. So that's why to me, I think breakups are the most beautiful time. I think it's one of the most catalytic energies you can tap into yeah. because that, that, that pain and that heartache and that heartbreak feeling like that feeling can be transformed into momentum. And today we'll talk lots about that too. But like this is, I, it's such an opportunity to reinvent yourself, to step into the woman that you were born to be with or without love. I believe that when you are single, it's actually the easiest time to work on yourself. It's like mm-hmm. once there's a person in front of you that you live with, that you share you know, your day, daily life with, but all of our all of our growth gets way harder. Yes. So much easier when you get to be sacredly selfish, centered within yourself, self-centered, focusing on you and designing a life that feels absolutely magical and, you know, expansive and amazing to you. So, it's such a beautiful beautiful opportunity. I think breakups are so cool and I think that, you know, if you can learn how to do the breakup differently, 
and come from a conscious place, a conscious loving place, you can actually salvage relationships with your your former partners. Every man that I've ever been with minus two really toxic relationships, um, I they're my friends. And I, I love and I don't necessarily talk to them often, but I have such deep love for every man I've ever been with in a relationship with. And I never stop caring. I believe that love doesn't die. It doesn't, it doesn't die. Ask- no, it's just the container changes. It's like if you once love someone, the story in your head and the, the anger you have or whatever happened might, uh, might convince you that you don't love them anymore. But love doesn't die. We, we, just, we just have beliefs and stories on top of the love that block us from actually feeling it. That's a core principle of the Course in Miracles. Like mm-hmm. love doesn't end. It's, there is only love. Relationships mm-hmm. just change form. Yes. And there's so much. I so appreciate the balancing of like how many breakups you've initiated, right? Versus mm-hmm. me on the other side with everyone initiating them with me. Mm-hmm. And you have to first unpack the success failure narrative yes. because otherwise breakup then becomes the identity, right? It's, so many women, I always assumed it was something I did wrong, right? He's breaking up with me because I'm wrong yes. or I did something wrong or I was a bad girlfriend or I didn't do something to make him happy rather than the simplicity of we, our relationship is run its course. Yes. Right. That's it. And we're also, if we think of patriarchal society and, and really our culture of just be happy right? Everything's always happy. We don't honor endings and transitions in general, Mm -hmm. right? So if we just feel that breakup is simply an ending and a transition, things that we go through every single day, the sun sets every single day, a day ends always, right? We transition, we move into a new home, start a new job, right? But God forbid we transition in relationship, right? Oh, fail. You failed, right? If your relationship ends and, and all this, right? Shame on shame. If you stay right, let alone shame if you end. Yeah. And it's easier, right? It's easier to rally for the woman who's going through a breakup where it was a, her ex was toxic, right? Like, Oh, let's get behind. Like he's horrible. Like that was bad. Blah, 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 blah. Much, much harder to do the accountability work if it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, I, I mean, one of the core things that I had to work so hard to believe is that love is meant to be joyful. Mm-hmm. And it's been so beautiful because now the whole, I mean, conscious uncoupling is a whole movement, right? We now are in like slowly moving into the new paradigm of more and more couples ending their relationships with so much love for each other. Yes. Right? And, and you can feel it in the air, like in, in some of the comments on the posts when they're shared, yes. right? Where we deeply love each other and it's just not right. And we're transitioning out of our relationship. It's yeah. the horror Right, because we want to hang on to the fairy tale so freaking bad. Yeah. Right. We want happily ever after so freaking bad. Yeah. Rather than seeing relationship as evolving and alive, not something you just crawl into and die in, right? But evolve. Like are are we truly supporting one another's growth? And I can't wait for a world, I can't, for everyone to jump on board with the new truth. Right. I can't wait for a world where we can stop that 
that cycle of it needing to be success or failure. And I think if everyone hasn't listened to the interview with Amanda Renee, like her interview was so powerful and really modeled a transition from with, with so much love and then being able to enter into another relationship without all this grief, right? Like her celebration of being like, no, I wasn't crying myself to sleep every single night. I was liberated, right? Breakup is the liberation yes. to be all of who you are. And hopefully your whole life is oriented to that. And sometimes you process the grief in the relationship. Like when yeah. I ended my relationship mm -hmm. with Charlie and prior to my current relationship with Jeff, I was with Charlie for five, almost five years, just under five years. And so it was the longest relationship I'd ever had. Prior to him, I would break up at about one, one year, one year and a half. And he, when we got to a year and a half, he was like, am I still in? Is this, is this still going? <laughs> so he lasted the longest. And when we got to the end, it was about, there was about a year of reflection around it, which is to me feels so honoring. And I think that that's why we have a beautiful friendship now. And I, I see him and his wife and I'm like, yes, I, you know, being in the relationship, imagining Charlie being with someone else was like the most devastating thing I could ever imagine. And yet what real love is, is we, we, we didn't leave the relationship before it was actually complete, right? We did the grieving within the relationship. We spent a year um, working with coaches. I was working with healers. I was doing my work. I had that, I, I started to have the stirring of me. I was evolving into this powerful woman. And like our dynamic was Charlie and Katie. He really loved the girl in me and I was becoming this woman and it was no longer fitting. Mm -hmm. And so we did the processing within the relationship and I brought it to him over and over and over again. Here's the stirring in my heart. Here's my honest truth. Here's my honest truth. And he was like, okay, well, we'll, you know, try and evolve it. And we went to a workshop together. It was his first time embarking mm -hmm. in my world. And so we did the, we, we did a year of that. And then at the end of the year, when I got the clarity, it was so crystal clear. I was like, okay, it's time. And it didn't make mean it wasn't painful. We had about two more yeah. weeks of, it was Christmas time. He was staying home in, in Vancouver with my family instead of going to New Brunswick with his. So that was painful and our families were grieving. And so it was a, a painful Christmas. And then when we actually separated, and I moved out on my own and partly it was, it was really exciting for me because I'd never lived on my own and I was 30 and that, that was part of a huge part of the reason why I needed to leave. It wasn't really me leaving Charlie. And I think this is true for every breakup, um, no matter what, like even affairs, it doesn't matter how it went down. It's like, it wasn't about Charlie. It was about my soul and my soul's next evolution. And I just was so crystal clear that I need, and it's funny because it's directly connected with my astrology and my, what I'm here to learn in this lifetime is independence. Mm. I had this clear feeling like I love you so much and I have to live on my own. I have to experience being single. I'd never been single. I jumped from relationship to relationship to relationship. Mm. I just knew so deeply in my heart. He supported that. He agreed. We moved out. 
Um, I got my own place. I instantly felt so like fell in love with my life because it was mm. so freeing and so beautiful for me to have my independence. And it was the most magical experience. And probably a year later, Charlie started dating. Apparently he told me he dated two Katie's and then a Katie. <laughs> so funny. He's got a thing. Um, mm. So he started dating um, this woman named Kate and they ended and they're both, they're actors. They met doing a show together and and they have played like they did four years of theater together at at Shaw and and he's at Stratford now. And mm. this is these are big in Canada. You probably don't know what they are. Um, <laughs> but anyways, so they like they have the most beautiful, beautiful, beautiful relationship. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that's who he's meant to be with. I look at them and think. Ah, oh, thank God I had the courage, which it takes so much courage, so much. To leave, especially a good relationship. It takes courage to leave any relationship because the toxic ones were hooked in for a reason. Um, but it took so much courage to leave the relationship, but we left it with such love and such integrity. Mm. And now he's with the love of his life. And, and I look at them and think like, yeah, that makes way more sense than him and I. Like he's with someone who shares his craft and shares his passion. Like that warms my heart to, to no end. And so, isn't that real love? That's real, love. real love is I want you to be happy. Real love is not possession, not you belong to me, not you must be mine. Yeah. And that is the intention behind all transformational work, all spiritual work. I think the new truth is about evolutionary love. Yes. Like that's like that's the mission. Yeah. And I I mean, I'm gonna be super bold. I think one of the most selfish things someone can do is stay in a relationship with someone they don't love. Yes. Right. And don't want to be happy because you're actually keeping that person from finding the one that will. Right. Yes. And and, and that, yourself. And, and yourself, obviously. Yeah. Right. The most the most painful. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> yes, thank you for always bringing that home. Thank you for that. Um, because I think that that was it. I what why my breakup was so transformational and, and obviously it was on again, off again. Like it took what it took. But I remember the day when I could feel all of the grief, like finally just drain out of me. Like I had cried my last tear and then finally could say, who do I want to be? Like, wait a second. Like one of the most transformational moments in my life was I'm still grieving the breakup. Jamie had started dating someone else like very fast. And I'm sitting in my room. My room's a mess, right? I hadn't been taking care of myself. I hadn't been eating. And I have this thought. I'm like, this person isn't even in my life anymore. But all I'm thinking about is him. Yeah. And in that moment, I understood what self-abandonment really was. Yeah. I was never afraid yes. of his abandoning me. I was abandoning myself. I'm like, this no. person's not even in my life. He's, he's happy. He's dating someone new. He's moving on with his life. And I'm crying myself to sleep in my apartment and not exercising and not taking care of myself and not shining my light. Right? That's why I started the episode the way I did. We are infinite, limitless, extraordinarily powerful beings. And women especially give their power away all the time because, right, what does Marion Williamson say, right? Who am I to be brilliant, talented, gorgeous, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. You are here to shine. And that's evolutionary love. We bring out the best 
in people, right? And imagine a, a new paradigm of relationship where every day isn't, oh, do you make me happy? Do you give me everything I need and want? But actually, does this relationship serve me? Yes. Right? Am I becoming all of who I am in this relationship? Yes. And the Course in Miracles says there's two kinds. There's either the special relationship, which is the control, belonging, you are all mine and I must land you and, and hold you forever versus the true spiritual relationship, which is these two people have the greatest potentiality for spiritual growth and evolving into all of who they are and growing toward love. Yeah. Do I feel more expanded or contracted? You said something earlier. Yeah. What was it? I was like, oh, that crawl into a hole and die or something. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like the Most paradigm. people want to do relationship like a womb. They yeah. want to crawl back into the womb and like, with their and partner. And really, we do die in the old paradigm because yes. it's like, okay, now I've got love. That's like now I can throw the towel in and like give myself up and right. let myself go. And I don't even exist anymore. And now I'm a mom and a wife and a this and a that. And I, I, yeah. And I, I just mm. want to unpack like – I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I, yeah, it, this is to me like the most important thing that we teach is that he did not break your heart. You did. Yes, I and did. When I say you, it's not you. It's your saboteur. Expectations. So Agatha, is her name? Expectations. <laughs> yes. It's the saboteur that breaks our heart, right? It's the story. So even if someone had an affair, he yeah. broke my heart is a victim statement. You are not a victim. You're a fucking queen. And I'm speaking to you, but also to everyone listening. <laughs> you are yeah. a queen, right? And yet the old paradigm of love is, woe is me. He chooses me and then he ends it and he breaks my heart and, oh. Uh, and it's, he didn't break your heart. You did, you right? Did. Because it's not him like, okay, having an affair, someone leaving you, you found out like that, obviously that's devastating. Obviously that's going to be heart wrenching. Yes. yes. Feelings are true. This is not right. to discount your feelings, but the story is what's not true. The story that that he did something to you because it's you, that voice in your head, when the thing happens, the voice in your head that tells you, oh, you weren't beautiful enough. You weren't skinny enough. You yeah, weren't pretty enough. All you, weren't, that. you weren't successful enough. Oh my gosh, you should have done this differently. Maybe if you took care of him more, maybe if you did this differently, this wouldn't have happened. The, the voice Control. in your head that judges you and shames you and shuts you down and blames you, that is who broke your heart, yes. not the thing. Because right. your heart is not breakable. It's not breakable, but the feeling it surrenders broken is yeah. because of the story you're telling yourself and the lies yeah. that you're believing about yourself. Yes. yes. It's so, that is it. That is it. It's always, always, always the, the ego trying to saboteur ego, trying to exert control. Yes. Right. I have, if in order to make sense of what's happening, I have to exert control through judging myself, berating myself, making myself wrong, acting like it should have been, you know, X, Y, Z, according to my ego's plan for my life. Right. Cause you better believe my plan was to marry Jamie. Um, and I keep, I, you know, I, I was, um, I led, a, I was invited to a little circle last night and I found myself saying over and over and over again that to love is to surrender. 
Mm-hmm. And I kept, I mean, you bring this in, oh, right? Your workshop is Expanded Love, right? The most epic fucking workshop, your Expanded <laughs> Love workshop, where women learn how to open to love, right? How to fully expand, believe in expansive love. And also I shared on how in every moment when I surrender the stories in my head, I have to actually drop down into my body and surrender to what's in front of me. Yes. And how vulnerable that is right most people are all trying to control their life and doesn't it feel really good i can i can land in my relationship i've got my ring now i'm married i have a boyfriend we're gonna lock this down and i'm gonna control it rather than waking up every single day and saying what's gonna be true today yeah who are we together today do i expand with you today do you bring out the best in me today do you help me love the dark places of me today that's one of the greatest gifts i mean andrew my husband i'll never forget one of the first fights we had i did my little shitty like i want to leave like i literally stomped around and was going to walk down the stairs to leave and my my remarkable husband stands at the top of the stairs and he just goes "Catherine." get your ass back up here. You don't walk away. We love each other and we're going to do this well. Yes. Like that was like the first month when I'm like moved in with him and I have like goosebumps even thinking about it, remembering him. He took a stand for love. Like, no, you're not going to walk away from me. We love each other. We're a team. We're going to figure this out. And, and that moment by moment conscious love is a moment by moment practice and I was writing down I actually so I wrote two poems during my breakup hopefully Mm -hmm. everyone's journaling like we are creative beings right like let your soul speak through all of these transitional moments but there was one poem I wrote I can't I don't even know where it is anymore but the the poem was called to the man I made up Ah. And it was was about my ex, right? Because so much of why breakups are painful is because I've painted a picture on what should be, right? I have all this hope and expectation on what should be. And then when it doesn't work according to my plan, right? I'm devastated rather than the gift and the magic. And like, wow, Jamie did the greatest. He did the greatest gift, right? He set me free. Best thing that ever happened to me. But I wrote this other poem that I actually do remember, And it went like this, you were the one who broke my heart open so I could come home. And when I'm home, my love for you expands and then I surrender to God's plan. I have goosebumps everywhere. You should post that today. You were the one who broke my heart open Open. so I could come home. And when I'm home, my love for you expands. I can still love him. Yeah, of I, we can love all of our exes. Yeah. And then I can surrender to God's plan, to the divine plan, expand to something better than I ever could have imagined. And this isn't spiritual bypassing. This isn't, oh, don't acknowledge the grief and the pain. Our brain interprets breakups like physical pain as if we just broke our leg, right? So there's yeah. a reason we're flooded with adrenaline and grief and need to take care of ourselves during that time. But every breakup is a breakthrough because it opens and you just reflected it too. You said all these amazing things happened after every single breakup I've ever gone through, right? Every single breakthrough and breakdown we've all had in our life, even not associated with love, 
opens up greater possibilities and we expand and we grow. And that's what I think life's asking of us right now. Who are we going to be on the other side of quarantine? Who are we going to be on the other side of this transition? Right? Are we going to open to the divine plan rather than doing our little bullshit control games yes. all the time? Like this is the spiritual awakening. That's why breakups are so powerful. Yes. So powerful. Oh my gosh. That was so good. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing. So I, okay, one thing I want to talk about, there's like so many, I didn't take notes. So I should have, there's so many things <laughs> I want to say to what you were just saying. But one thing that I want to highlight is, okay, how I think it's so messed up. So someone gets engaged, right? What does that entail? Most, for most people, it's a man proposes to a woman, you know, in monogamous, I mean, not monogamous, um, heterosexual relationships, man proposes to the woman, the odd case, like 0.02% women propose to men, but mostly the man chooses the woman and he puts an expensive ring on her finger and says, I want to marry you. Okay. She posted on Facebook and all of a sudden like 5 million people are like, wow, congratulations. Oh my God. So happy for you. Congratulations. Congratulations. Okay. She didn't actually even do anything. It's like, oh, I've been chosen. Like I must've been on my best behavior because some guy chose me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's what we celebrate, which is fine. But then breakups happen, divorces mm -hmm. happen and people skirt around it. People don't approach it. Friends, like, unless mm -hmm. they're in it with you, it's like, Oh, like, or they, they, or like, oh, I'm so sorry. I have this one client who I helped navigate through divorce, which was so fun for me. Mm. And she, that sounds weird, but it, so she came to the immersion in Greece first. She had, and so she came, she started working with me right when they decided to separate. She came to the immersion in Greece. She completely awoken who she really is. Like she went from being a logical, practical, like rule control kind of woman to being this sensual, like goddess. Oh my God. She's like a 180. She's now studying to be a sacred sexuality teacher. She's my favorite story. Like she's, absolutely the most like mm. night and day different human on the other side of it. But of course, what she did was awaken who she really is. So first she came to Greece, then we worked together for a year and I coached her through her divorce and she was divorcing a, um, a man with narcissistic tendencies and they've been together for 20 years. They have kids. Mm -hmm. um, and so what most people would experience is that being really painful. And she was doing it from her heroine. She was so empowered. She was not buying mm. into the drama. She was staying so aligned. She was showing up at her divorce lawyer meetings with no bra and underwear and a dress on and like, just like <laughs> connected to her body, like just like fully liberated mm. and ended up using that process as an opportunity to grow, which it is. And, and, you know, obviously having support is essential. Everything. So if you're going through a breakup right now or a divorce right now, like the, having support makes all the difference because mm -hmm. it's not easy to do it alone. Saboteurs are so strong and so loud, but it's so it was so beautiful to witness how like people kept coming up to her and saying, oh, like you guys are getting divorced. Wow. Um, you, you look so good. Like, are you okay? Like, is everything okay? I'm so sorry. And she's like, Kate, I feel really weird. Why do they keep saying sorry to me? Like, I, I don't understand. I'm like the happiest I've ever been in my life. I feel mm -hmm. free. I feel more beautiful than ever, more powerful than ever, more like radiant than ever. Why is everyone like, she kept getting compliments about how amazing she looked, but people were also confused and like, 
all it's as if someone just died like i'm so sorry i'm not knowing what to say or how to how to support her and like skirting around it and that that's how we handle breakup and so i think of vishen lakani which we talked about the other day vishen lakani who uh, if you don't know of mind valley it's a phenomenal resource it's a platform where they have tons of teachers and resources and um he and his wife separated after 19 years and they have kids and they're very conscious personal growth yeah. teachers and very spiritual beautiful souls and he wrote the most um unbelievable tribute on facebook her, not just a diamond family. not just a diamond ring and an engagement like that's all someone has to show to get all the praise with engagements so that just goes to show the fairy tale like is well and alive this was a divorce and he shared this post. It was so beautiful. It was so poetic about how much he loves her, how beautiful their love is, how beautiful their marriage was, and how they're ready to awaken parts of themselves that were not being met in the relationship. They tried to work with different coaches. They tried to work on it. That one piece, that's like the most significant piece to a romantic relationship. And they couldn't shift it. So they decided to set each other's souls free and, and, and transition from a romantic relationship to a loving parent partnership friendship. And it was the most unbelievable post. Mm. And I was like, that is the new truth. That is a world that I want to see because yes. it takes so much courage to say, hey, my life is actually not about some story I was supposed to live out for somebody else. Mm. My life is mine, right? My life is mine and I get to choose my path. And if I'm in a relationship where I'm not feeling expansive and I'm, and I'm not evolving and I'm not growing and, it, and, I, it, and we've done the work within the relationship to try mm -hmm. and evolve and grow in it, but it's no longer a fit, doesn't mean you have to be fighting, doesn't mean you have to be in a terrible place, mm -hmm. but like that a beautiful couple like that can just say, hey, we just want to choose a new experience and that that's okay and that's healthy. And the impact on the children, like quite often people, I'm, I have so many clients who said, oh, uh, I stayed for the children. I stayed till they got out of high school. No. I stayed. It no. is so <clears throat> much more toxic. Yes, that needs, that needs loveless, to be said. That stay needs to be said. a loveless relationship or a toxic relationship. I hate that. That is so much more harmful on your children. That's my story. It did, it did mess me up. Oh, that's what love is like. You, mar you become a martyr. Exactly. You give yourself up. You, you put somebody else's needs first. You don't get to be expensive. You don't get to be alive. We're going to find that clip of his comment and we'll put that in the new yes, truth and facebook page and we'll put that in the notes on this but go ahead because the, the 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 problem is not divorce this is the misconception right. right so that's why divorce has all the shame on it like oh no you got to stay together for the kids you got it like it's the right thing to do no it's not the divorce it's how you divorce so the reason kids get messed up from divorce itself, like, yeah, they're going to feel pain, but watching my client, her kids are so balanced. They navigated it like mm. nothing. She has three kids, 14, 16, I think. And no, maybe uh, anyways, 14, 16 and 17 or around there. And so teenagers, mm. 12, 14 and 16, I think. <laughs> anyways, whatever. <laughs> kids. And they navigated it so lovingly and mm -hmm. so easefully because the way she did it. 
because right. she she communicated to them with love. She spoke her truth. She didn't bring them into the drama of, of why it was happening. Here's what our new reality is going to look like. They created so much safety for the kids. They did it so beautifully that the kids are having a great time. And they're like, okay, mm -hmm. this is just our new reality. And they felt their feelings at when the news was delivered and now they're like, okay, this happens at mom's house. This happens at dad's house. And it's this beautiful experience, mm. right? Kids mm. get messed up from divorce. If there is not loving, supportive, communicative, you know, endings. Yeah. And even if you're divorcing someone who's toxic, you, you can still make like, that's what my client did. She made a difference herself. Right. Right. Just from her doing it differently, everyone had a different experience, including her ex-husband. So this, like, this is the this stand is, for new experience. When you yes. fully connect to the truth of who you are, which is love, which is a limitless being of infinite possibility and potential. And when you fully take responsibility for your life, like here's the new truth way. I was thinking about this the other day. I'm because I've really been like in this commitment of like when you are choosing to be a conscious being, you don't get to blame. You actually have to be willing to give that shit up and you have to be willing to take on every single story you tell yourself and take on who do I want to be. My life is not dictated by the circumstances that are happening to me. My life is dictated from the thoughts I choose to think, the way I'm willing to be with all of my feelings. This is not a just be happy bullshit. This is I greet my anger. I greet my grief. I greet my sadness. I greet my fear. I greet my pain with love and I transform it and then who do I want to become and I love 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 that you shared that story and I think let's talk about what happens at the immersion and what's possible for people right now who want to come into either expanded love or the immersion what would you like to say about that uh, well, yeah. So basically this time, like if you are going through heartbreak right now, this is the most potent time. It's actually my favorite kind of like my favorite time to work with a woman mm. is when she's, you know, gone through a breakup or divorce recently. And she's like ready to take the pain and heartache and heartbreak and transform it and catalyze her life and awaken who she really is. Cause in the old paradigm, most women out there in relationship have sacrificed and cut off parts of themselves for the relationship. And some of them never even knew parts of themselves before they got into the relationship. So I, I mean, obviously it's right now when we release this episode, it's quarantine right now. People aren't traveling. This is not going to last forever. Travel is, um, you know, going to be happening again come summer. The next immersion is in Greece, and it's in uh, the, on the island of Corfu, the most beautiful, magical, mm -hmm. the most beautiful villa I've ever seen. Like it's just, it's an estate, and it's down the street from the beach, and it's like the most mm -hmm. divinely feminine, nurturing, sacred place. I'm so thrilled to be going there. I I was there in the fall. And so it's coming up in October and it also is a coaching program. So it's not just a live retreat. It's a coaching program and it will completely transform your entire inner world. You will mm -hmm. become a new woman. And literally every woman I've ever worked with through this experience is a totally different person on the other side of it. Like empowered, radiant, more beautiful, more like more everything, like just you can't even fathom right now. So I just want to speak mm -hmm. to that, say thank you for um, holding the space for that, Catherine, that I like 
this is for you. <laughs> if you're in heartbreak right now and you're like over it and you're ready to experience all of you, your sensuality, your power, your self-expression, you're taking a stand for yourself, you're having boundaries, you're knowing how to speak your truth, how to not overfunction, how to not you know, sacrifice yourself in a relationship, but how to be expansive in all of who you are. We'll mm. link, we'll link it below. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll share the page below. Um, let's have a conversation and, um, yeah, I mean, even just having a conversation will be of value to you too. So send me a private message, send me a message on my, um, on my website. You can go to, you can either fill out an application or, um, send me a message through there. My email address is kateharlowxo at gmail.com. And yeah, I feel excited to connect with you about that. So excited for all of the women who take that leap and all of the women who are listening, making a decision right now in this moment to be their empowered, most exp expansive and truest, most beautiful selves. So if you loved this episode, if you know someone who needs to hear this episode, please share it with them. If you're not already in the New Truth Movement Facebook group, come hang out with us over there and know that we're going to go live this week. If you're listening to this episode, yes. when it's released, we'll go live on Thursday in the group where you'll get to ask questions, share your truth. We are celebrating you so big. Come into that group and share your breakthrough story and what you're committed to and devoted to in your life right now. And that's the place yes. to hang out, to hear the announcements about any of our upcoming events or programs and to ask us questions. We really, really care. We want to know what you want to hear us talk about because we're essentially, there's nothing we won't talk about <laughs> yes. here. And Kate, I loved having this conversation with you. Thank you yes. for being a part of my liberation and we'll talk to you soon. Yes. So fun. And get out there and celebrate the sacred time that you have for yourself now. Be sacredly single, sacredly selfish. This is the time for you. So um, I celebrate you. I see you. I honor you. And thank you, Catherine. I love you. That was fun. Love you. Thank you for listening to the New Truth Podcast. You are a woman first. Throw away the fairy tale story so that you can have the real thing and a life that you freaking love. If you loved what you heard today, be sure to rate, review, and share it with all of the amazing women in your life who need to hear this message. And it's all women. Every woman. <laughs> like every woman you know. Share it with your grandma. You can find us on Instagram at The New Truth Podcast and our website, thenewtruthpodcast.com. Sign up to receive your free gift from us. The three major myths about love keeping you settling, sacrificing, and sabotaging your relationships. Go get it while it's hot. Get it. Stay tuned for our next episode. See you soon. See you soon.